Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Astry, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Saturday, September the 11th. Our reading this morning is very short. It comes to us by way of the Gospel of St. John, chapter 15, verses 13 through 15. John 15, verses 13 through 15. And on this day, September the 11th, of course, we remember 20 years ago the uh, horrific actions of uh, those who drove planes into the Twin Towers, into the Pentagon, and those 93 passengers aboard that plane that crashed in a field in Pennsylvania so that they would not cause greater death, destruction uh, to innocent lives, to our country, and really in many ways changed the world and certainly changed our country uh, in the two decades that have passed since that first 9-11. And the reading is short, but I think it is most uh, appropriate uh, for today. Jesus, the night before he dies, when he's gathered with his disciples, he says, no one has greater love than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. I no longer call you slaves because a slave does not know what his master is doing. I have called you friends, because I have told you everything I have heard from my father. And in looking back on those horrific days that followed, and the days of 9-11 itself, those images and those pictures and film are etched in our minds it's one of those days where everyone who was alive and conscious and had awareness, we remember where we were and what we were doing on 9-11. I remember I was sitting outside the classroom in a seminary in New Orleans where I was teaching. And I was preparing for my nine o'clock class and the halls were filled with people, students, faculty, the uh, workers of the seminary, all kind of walking up and down in a sense of shock and disbelief. And I hadn't looked at the television. And I said, well, what is going on? And they said, it's unbelievable what, what has happened. And uh, we all went to a television, and then we saw the second plane fly into one of the Twin Towers, and then the story of the Pentagon, and then of those heroes and heroines on that flight, that Pan Am flight, that crashed into that field because they forced it down at great risk. Forcing it down involved risk. But that's what they did. They laid down their lives so that those who would be the targets, were spared. And it was a horrific day. 
but it really revealed that as you watch those films, you saw the first responders, police, fire, ambulance, medical people. And you also saw people who just were off the street, many, many, many running away naturally. Of course we would. It's a very natural and prudent thing to do. But then you saw scores of people in uniforms, some without uniforms, rushing to aid those as best they could, placing their own lives at risk, laying down their lives for the sake of others. There is, of course, that story of that Franciscan priest who was working in Manhattan, ministering there at a kind of uh, storefront church where he offered mass every day, heard confessions, counseled, gave comfort to the afflicted, a welcome to strangers, talked to the brokenhearted and the confused, and he was out on the street administering the sacraments and helping, and part of the tower fell on him, fell on him and killed him, a real martyr, a real martyr of blood, of sacrifice, a real Christ figure. He died as he lived, serving Christ, showing us Christ, and showing and fulfilling his call to the priesthood and his ministry and mission of the church to bring the gospel especially to the brokenhearted, to those he didn't even know, had no contact with, but no doubt will see in heaven. We remember also today the families and loved ones who still carry the scars. The buildings may be rebuilt. Life goes on, quote-unquote, as normal or as usual. And yet we know for many it is anything but usual. We remember those days, and we remember what evil is. There is evil in the world, and that certainly was a day of evil. But it was a greater day of love, of self-sacrifice, of putting not self first, but putting others first. And we remember, at least for a little while afterwards, the country was so united. The country was one 20 short years ago, two decades. We were all Americans. We were not Democrat, Republican, liberal, conservative, orthodox, traditional, progressives. We were all Americans. We were all human beings who saw the face of evil. And our response was that of sacrificial love that Jesus talked about, that Jesus exhibited from the cross. Where was Christ? Christ was in the middle of that evil. And the only way that you ultimately conquer evil is with the supreme good, who is God. Hatred is driven out by love. 
Fear is overcome by that perfect love, the love of God, which drives out all fear. And we saw that before our eyes, that the ultimate victory is not for those who hate, not for those who bring towers down, those who crash into buildings, those who kill almost 4,000 innocent people whom they didn't even know, had absolutely nothing to do with whatever was in their mind and in their hearts. But they just knew that that was the enemy. And it is that kind of evil, that kind of satanic evil, of the evil one, that's the result of those who follow the evil one. Death and destruction. But we are to be clear. It is love that is stronger than death, hope more than despair, light over darkness. And that's really the life of the Christian. That is the life of those who follow Christ. That is the life of those who are filled with that sacrificial love that Jesus, who took all our sins and all of our guilt to the cross on that Good Friday, and commended it into the hands of the Father so that we might be healed. And on this day, a day of remembrance, we not only remember, but we also should become resolved that we will conquer evil with good, hatred with love, and not return evil for evil, but overcome evil with good, with love, with the indwelling Holy Spirit that transforms our inward being to that which truly conquers, truly triumphs, the very love who is God, for God is love. So on this day of remembrance, it is a day of prayer. It's a day of remembering, as Cardinal Egan said at the time in New York, ground zero became ground hero. It was the heroic, and that should never be lost. It was those who showed sacrificial love, those who imitated Christ. No one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. And indeed, many, many people did. Friends they didn't know they had, but are now friends. So we pray for them. We pray for our country. And we pray that God's peace, the only true and lasting peace, will blanket the whole of God's world. For it is that peace that we have been called to. It is that peace that we are to be vessels of each and every day. God bless you. God bless the United States, God's church, and the whole of God's creation. God bless you.